Hello, Sawbona, how's it? Molo, Jambo, and welcome to Every Nation Devon Podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Enjoy. Um, today we're continuing with our sermon series, The Art of Spirituality, and we're going to be doing um, an aspect of it called A Life of Testimony. Turn to the person next to you, say, do you live a life of testimony? And, um, and you'll see the worship team still on the stage because we're going to do things a little bit differently. I'm only going to speak for about 10 minutes, and then we're going to get into some more worship, and uh, we're going to have a bit more of a creative service. It's nice doing things different, hey? Gets us out of any little religious ruts or anything like that. Are you looking good there, worship team? No yawns, no falling asleep while I'm talking, hey? Didn't they do well this morning, hey? Such beautiful worship. Thank you, guys. So sometimes when we think about testimony, we we think about the really big stuff. We think about things like, you know what, I was trusting God for a car, and then I was walking down the road, and someone just stopped, got out their car, gave me the keys, and said, God said, I must give you a car. Now I have a testimony. (laughs) Who's trusting for that testimony? Well, we'll take that one. Okay. (laughs) And those are great testimonies, and we, we, we do. We stand in faith for things like that. But what about the testimony of us feeling really anxious, and I prayed, and God gave me peace? Or I got a 24 hour bug, and I got people to pray, and I bounced back quickly. I didn't get hospitalized and get put on a drip. You know, we, we need to look at the, the reality that living a life of testimony is a daily thing. It's not just the once in a while big moments that we hear up on a stage and everybody goes, wow, that's a testimony. No, each and every one of us are living testimonies of the goodness and the glory of God. So when we think about what a testimony is, it's as simple as bearing witness to something that's happened. Testimony is bearing witness to something that has happened. What has happened in your life? What has happened in your world? How has God touched your life in some way? How has he impacted you? Has he blessed you with someone or something beautiful? Has he rescued you from a situation? Has he given you hope in hard times? Has he helped you? Has he defended you? Has he provided for you? Can you think back to something where God has done something or shown himself good and kind in your life? You have testimony. You have something to be a witness about. You have something to share with other people. Because having testimony is is about realizing God's done something and then sharing it with other people so that they can be encouraged and uplifted and they can see the God story being told through your life. So testimony is kind of like the art of connecting the God dots. Does that make sense? Who remembers dot to dot when they were maybe a bit younger? It's fine if you still like to do dot to dot, There's, that's also good. But dot to dot, there would be a dot and maybe it would have a number one. And then there would be another dot on the page, number two. And then there'd be another dot, number three. And you had to take your pencil and you had to connect dot one to dot two. And dot two to dot three. And dot three to, where's that dot four? Oh, there's dot four. And on and on and on until you actually began to see 
a beautiful picture emerge. You couldn't see it, all you could see were dots on the page. But your job was to connect the dots. And so testimony is like that. It's linking one God dot to the next until you see the beautiful thread of God working what he's doing in your life. He's creating a masterpiece out of your life. And your job as one who's going to be uh, living a life of testimony is being able to connect the God dots and then to begin to share and talk about that. Doesn't that sound good? Let me give you a little example. When I was living in London um, many years ago, I loved it. It was, it was a beautiful church. I had a great community of young people around me. I was in my early 20s. Life's great eh? at that time. And, uh, and I was just living the best life ever. I was having so much fun. And um, I remember my visa coming to its expiry date, and I couldn't renew it, and I had to leave London. And I remember getting together with my connect group and praying and saying, you know, my biggest desire is that God would put me in another community where I can make friends like I've made here. And my connect group prayed with me. There's a God dot, yeah? Fast forward a few months, I'm in South Africa, and lo and behold, after visiting a number of churches and trying to connect with different um, old friends in the city, I end up in a connect group where Wayne Sanderman happens to be the connect group leader. God dot number two. Testimony is connecting dot number one, dot number two, and starting to see a beautiful thread of what God wants to do in someone's life. A God dot is desiring to get married and praying that God will one day bring a husband your way or a wife, and, um, and then laying that down before him, but recognizing that your prayer is a God dot, and then maybe, like I did, went to a, a concert, a Christian concert at a, the Durban Christian Center, I think it was, Wayne, and there, sitting one row in front of me, was the guy from Bible school. <laughs> How did that happen? God dot, connect the dots. Guy in front of me turns around, hey, aren't you the girl from Bible school? Yeah. What are you doing after the concert? A group of us are going for coffee. Do you want to join us? God dot. God dot. God dot. And before you know it, you're nearly two decades down the line with teenage kids leading a church, living the beautiful life of a God-woven testimony through your world. What are the God dots in your life? What are the God dots that you have the responsibility to connect and share with others so they can be inspired and they can draw encouragement from the beautiful story being woven in your life. But you know what happens, my friends, is sometimes there's a delay between the first God dot of prayer and the second God dot of something happening. And we don't connect the two. Our job as Christians is to continually be looking and seeing how God is weaving and connecting the dots and then recording them and talking about them because what that does, it builds up our faith. It helps us to see this beautiful picture God's weaving in our lives and it inspires and encourages others. Doesn't that make sense? It totally does. 
Living a life of testimony is very much a part of our spiritual growth and our spiritual journey. And it's a way that we are, that, that we, we live. It's the way that we live as Christians, living a life of testimony, continually showing the kindness and the faithfulness of God in our lives. And isn't that what Jesus told us to do in Acts 1.8? He said, you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. You know, that isn't just about going and preaching the gospel. It's about living a life where the gospel is being lived through you. And the faithfulness and the kindness of God is being seen through your life. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 19 verses 1 to 4. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard, yet their message is gone through the earth and their words to all the world. What we see from this psalm is that there is a proclamation in the world coming from creation itself. There's a message being spoken about how great and mighty God is. God is being made known. His glory is being displayed through what he has crafted. The works of God's hands are so mighty that you cannot but look at them and be struck in awe and wonder. And just go for a moment in your imagination. Think about walking through the beautiful fields where there's no buildings but just grass and sugarcane and, and you see and you smell the richness of the earth. Or you climb a mountain and you get to a peak and you look out over that summit and you just see the wonder of God's creation. Or maybe it's, you know, down at the beachfront and you look into the ocean and you see the dolphins swimming through the ocean. When we look at creation, we can only stand in wonder as to the beauty and the magnitude and the power and the glory of God. And what we have to understand is that we too are his craftsmanship. Our lives are speaking a message. They're displaying and proclaiming and making known God's glory. So when you're going about your daily business, realize that you are God's craftsmanship and you are proclaiming and speaking and making known something. Is it the glory of God? Is your life this, this songbird song of how good and amazing and glorious God is? And you know, the degree to how much of his glory we're making known to the world around us, it's affected by a number of factors. But there are two key postures that we find at the end of, song, of this psalm in verse 14. The psalmist says this. He says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. The things we meditate on in our hearts are what come out of our mouths. And their intention of the words that come out of our mouth is to proclaim and display and make known the glory and how wonderful God is. What it, how pleasing is that to God when his creation is meditating on the goodness of who he is and it's coming out of our mouths and it's making known that there is a God in heaven who loves humanity and wants to touch their lives and wants to impact them. 
Don't you think that makes our Creator so happy that we literally are like those songbirds singing out a beautiful song of the testimony of God at work in our lives? What we meditate in our hearts come out of our mouths. So testimony is bearing witness to the God thread that's woven through our lives. It's meditating on and speaking and making known so that others can be encouraged and be touched by the goodness of God. And you know what the beauty of a testimony is? It's not easy for someone to debate or argue with you about it because it's your testimony. They can't get theological on you. They can't, it's just, this is something that you, that's happened in your life and you are making it known. So testimony carries a lot of weight and a lot of power. When last did you share a testimony with someone? When last did you encourage them with the things that God is doing in your life, big and small? I heard a great saying, said, your testimony is the key that can unlock someone else's prison. Your testimony is the key that can unlock someone else's prison. How powerful is that? There are things that God has done in your life that you maybe now take for granted, but somebody else hears that and they're like, no ways, God did that for you? I'm sure he can do it for me too. It invokes faith and hope and courage begins to rise in our hearts. So testimony is a, it's a critical aspect of our spiritual development and our spiritual growth. It's, a, it's an art form, it's a practice that, that can be so powerful. So what we're gonna do today is we are going to um, hear some testimony and then we're gonna worship and then we're gonna break into smaller groups and we're gonna share testimony amidst ourselves here in this room. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah? Now you're looking around saying, oh, maybe I uh, should have sat next to somebody else. (laughs) But church is a community of people who come together not to watch a show, but to be a community and to share life. And we heard so many great reports after last week's Sunday of people talking with people that they don't normally talk with, finding out people's names and hearing people's um, stories, and, and it was so good. And so we're gonna continue with that today. And it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a beautiful proclamation and display of the glory of God. It's gonna come from our hearts. It's gonna come out of our lips and we're gonna speak it out and we're gonna make it known that there is a God at work in our midst. Amen. So I'm gonna tell you a first little testimony. Who, um, who here knows Tlina Nambali? We, we prayed for them a little while ago. We sent them off to Ireland. They were students who, um, they've got a beautiful God story and um, they were students at Westville and then they ended up graduating and getting married and having a family and all of that and God's called them off to Ireland. And, and we prayed for them before they were leaving on this adventure. And uh, we prayed, one of the things we prayed for was a smooth transition and that they would settle well in this new nation. And so that's a God dot, right? That's us acknowledging that there was this moment of prayer about a situation, God dot. And then we got a message from them a few days ago, and this is what it said. When we arrived in Ireland, we were hit by the housing crisis. It is so real. It is so difficult to find a place to stay. For the first two weeks that I was here, this is Lena speaking, I didn't even get a reply 
from any of my applications to even just go and view a place. The people I chatted to said that you can end up waiting months before getting a place to stay. But I knew that wasn't going to be our story. So we continued to pray. Another God dot. 28 days after arriving, we found a perfect place for us as a family, and we've settled in well. So we're grateful to God. So here we go. Another God dot. Knit them all together, and we've got a testimony. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Some people wait months, and there's more testimony because there's ways in which God actually helped sustain them economically through that time, and what I'm highlighting is testimony is powerful because maybe you're sitting here or listening online and you're like, I'm really trusting God for a place to stay and the right place hasn't come yet. You hear Kina and Bailey's testimony and faith begins to rise up in your heart and you begin to realize God is on the move. He's doing things. He's working in the earth. He's working in the lives of his people. He's for his people. He's for me. He hasn't forgotten me. He will never leave me. He'll never forsake me. And we realize that our spirituality is growing and we're getting stronger and we're walking in the things that God has for us. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at endurban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sermon. Be blessed.